0: Go. What's going on, y'all? This is two. This is Cal. Welcome to Word to the Blurred, baby. Word to the Blurred with two
1: and Cal.
0: We out here, baby.
1: What's going on, guys? Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Word to the Blurred.
0: What's uh hope you guys, man. What's up? What's the word, Cal? Yeah, you
1: guys are doing well out there. Staying safe, staying healthy, enjoying the new year and a new presidency. So just just wanted to send love and gratitude and hope everyone's doing well. Nothing but positive vibes this year. Let's do it. Yeah, but let's not mince words. Let's just get right into the nitty gritty, baby. <laughs> but um, yeah. So let's 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 start this off. So um, I don't know if any of you guys know or if you listen to us, you should know is that there's a new Batwoman in town. So, yeah,
0: oh, uh,
1: Javicia Leslie um right now they're, they're shooting more episodes of Batwoman but she's also her her episodes are currently airing right now and I believe they're on episode two right now it just came on this Sunday yeah. and uh uh so yeah it's, it's officially a new Batwoman she's out there kicking ass and taking names and uh what what do you think so far Tucson? I know you watched the first episode and I watched the first episode
0: but uh I actually watched the first and the second episode I watched the second episode earlier today and okay you did got, better
1: than me I kind of I kind of stopped watching the second episode. But you, you go first.
0: So the first episode with Jasevia Leslie. Um, first off, girl, if you're listening, or if you could find a way to listen, girl, I love you. Okay. There's nothing sexier than a woman in a bad cow. Um, <laughs> but her first episode was a bit slow to me. Um, I hate how the writers... Got rid of Kate Kane or Ruby Rose's character.
1: Yeah,
0: <clears throat> just it felt corny, you know. She, spoiler alert, she finds the bat suit amongst some wreckage. It, was, it was very, very
1: convenient, fun. like bat yeah, suit practically fell on her lap.
0: And then you know there was there was a lot of you could tell like there were there was a lot of I'm not sure if they were trying to close off you know, Kate Kane's story and you know, start fresh with Ryan Wilder, which is Josephia Leslie's character, but I feel like you didn't have to do that. You know what I mean? You could have just said she's been gone and she disappeared or she went on a mission and she never came back. You can even use the current, you know, the big bad for the season and say that she killed her, you know, and then just went and then just went in on that way. Now in terms of Josephia Leslie's character, um I dig it. I think what, what gave me the saving grace was this episode, um, th- which is episode two, and he kind of did a mirror a Kate Kane situation that happened in the comic books. And, and for those of you guys that didn't see the second episode, I'm kind of just going to leave it at that, but I will say that there is a mirror between the comic book and Jacevia Leslie's new character. You know, they were both saved by a member of the Bat family and in DCBLS Leslie's case it was Ruby Rose and and the comic books look I'm spoilers <clears throat> um and in the comic books it was K. Kane's cousin Bruce Wayne so you know they both started that off and it it's it's nice this one kind of I like this the second episode better her pilot episode wasn't all right
1: yeah I wasn't like I watched the episode just to support you know I wanted to show love to Javicia Leslie but I just wasn't feeling it and I, I won't lie I don't I don't think I'll be tuning in to the following weeks like like I said the first episode it was just way too convenient like I said the bat the bat suit pretty much fell in her lap and then you had this weird crazy kind of whole thing with Hush imitating Bruce Wayne which went nowhere
0: which and it happen- would just
1: it seems like they were just wrapping up a storyline because it's, I I get the opinion that they wanted to have that whole hush as Bruce Wayne's storyline, have that kind of go longer instead of just have it be a damn episode. But w- once you kind of cut out Ruby Rose, uh, that whole hush storyline kind of loses its strength and it's important. So you kind of have to, in a sense, start over. So they just did this stupid kind of wrap-up episode and then, which ended in like a car chase. I don't know, it was dumb. And 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 I guess like there were episodes last season I should have seen. So the bat, the bat suit, it, its weakness is kryptonite?
0: No, so the bat suit is bulletproof. Like fully 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 fully,
1: right? Yeah.
0: And the only substance that's able to penetrate the bat suit is kryptonite. That's dumb. Um right. But, you know, given the fact, I guess they're doing it, they're thinking about it, given the fact that it's an alien substance, you know?
1: I guess. But now I guess we're going to have this storyline where she's getting kryptonite poisoning or some shit. I don't know. Uh, it was kind of, yeah, I wasn't digging that. Um, And then I got to the second episode and I just, I was just like, I'm not, not digging this either. I really only got like maybe 10, 15 minutes into it. And I just kind I had, like, a long, hard think about it. I was just like, you know what? There's honestly better quality superhero TV shows on. And it's like, you know, when you're watching this, this is – it's turning into – I remember when this was, like, the creme de la creme end-all, be-all. You know, we didn't really have much but the CW superhero shows. And now that there's so much stuff, like, like the boys on Amazon, Marvel stuff is starting to come out. You even got the um, – Titans and Doom Patrol and even Star Girl, like there's 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 better quality superhero television. Kind just I'm getting a little bit more disillusioned with the CW shows. Like I said, all I really watch is Flash, and even then, last season didn't do shit for me.
0: Lackluster, man.
1: Super lackluster. And so I I don't know. I'm <coughs> CW's superhero future isn't so bright, but. You know, I mean, they, they have me coming back in and tuning in, but um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't think I'll be watching Batwoman going forward. I want to show love and I want to support, but I'm just, I don't know. Who's supposed to be the big bad this season?
0: Um, She was mentioned in volume two of um, I'm sorry. Volume two of Batwoman Reborn, Sophia. And she was a old flame of Kate Kane's.
1: Okay, I guess what now she's coming back for revenge.
0: I don't know what, what they're doing in terms of CW, but
1: all right, well, I don't know again, not interested. But I don't know. They But yeah, I'll tell you what does give me hope kinda of trying to segue is um that Superman and Lois trailer. Bro, that, that trailer good.
0: when we were driving back from... Well, we were coming back from Brooklyn, right?
1: Yeah, because you needed to pick something up from your office.
0: Yo. Bro, that joint is Zack Snyder quality. Actually, big shout out to two of my best friends from college, Virgil and Tamara. We were just talking about that in our, um, our group chat. Yeah. And it's like, Whoa, it looks really,
1: really... It really. looks like they spent money on it. Like... It looks like like um, like they got some really good cameras. They got a really good production design, and they just said, "Let's you know, focus on the cinematography. Like, let's create a really good look for this." And I, i it looked, good. it looks good. I was very impressed because that first trailer, I'm just like, ah, whatever, I'll watch it, but nah, whatever. But after after um watching that that second trailer, I was like, all right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> it actually got me excited and I went back and watched it actually a couple more times after me and you first watched it.
0: Mm-hmm, so did I. Yeah. It just looks really good.
1: It does. It does. And and again, all we have to go off of is the looks of it. And again, yeah, it looks it looks really good. It looks like Definitely they spent money on fired
0: it. Fire from the Daily Planet, boy.
1: Yeah, and I remember um, I was reading the comments and people were talking about this looks like an HBO Max show, like this shit could be on HBO Max. And I was like, yeah, I, I feel that. Like, But again, I, I do get nervous because it is the CW, and there's something about CW shows lately. It's just, but again, I, I have hope. I have hope. <laughs> we shall see what happens. But yeah, that comes on end of February 23rd. February 23rd. Yeah. yeah. They're having like a special 90 minute uh, presentation of it. So that, that'll be interesting. That'll be a good night.
0: I'm here for it. Yeah, know? Clark moving back to Smallville. Like,
1: yeah, it'll be it'll be good. I I have high hopes. I always start out having high hopes at the beginning of every CW show, so I'll I'll remain optimistic and we'll see where this one goes.
0: Oh, hell yeah! I'm
1: yeah, what's so what's next? Have you so Wandavision? Wandavision. I've Go ahead. Wanda, WandaVision premiered about two weeks ago. They had a two-episode premiere. Know? I
0: thought it was a week.
1: Oh, sorry. Last know. week. Sorry, last week. Yeah, you're right. Last week, and they had a two-episode premiere with the third episode uh, just coming up this past Friday. And, uh, you know, people are loving it. People are eating it up. But, of course, I have my opinions, of course. But, uh, Tucson, what, what do you think of WandaVision so far?
0: <laughs> um, It's definitely a slow burn. If you – I think – they focused on some things from Tom King's run from when he was working with Marvel. I know that that was something I was based off of. And I'm just interested to seeing how shit plays. Right? Like I said, I haven't watched the first... No, I'm sorry, I haven't watched the third episode yet. And that's, that's on my list of things to watch, but I just... Uh, it's going to be interesting. You know, I I like how they did the I Love Lucy old 50s, early 60s sitcom stuff. I just, I'm not a fan of the slow burn, you know? Like, at least give me some context before you throw me into the slow burn. Like, what the fuck happened to Wanda in order for her to that?
1: Yeah. And I'm pretty sure we'll get that. I mean, but it makes sense what happened to her. I mean, she lost Vision. She lost her brother. You know, she probably just went mad. And, you know, this is pretty much her creating her own. Her own reality, you
0: know what I mean? Yeah, but in the thing is like, remember in the second episode, it's like, Wanda, Wanda, who's doing this to you? You yeah, know what I but mean?
1: That's the thing. I think they think that someone's doing it to her, but I think you find out. Well, you got to see the third episode, and I think you'll actually change your opinion. Okay. So,
0: yeah. Because I think it- things, because she was like, this should help, her. you know, when in that sec- first episode?
1: Yeah. <clears throat> And that's that's what you kind of get like the, the vibes like i haven't seen the third episodes is that she's created this alternate reality where vision's still alive you know she's trying to live that perfect american dream life and what's perfect you know then then all those old television sitcoms you know what i mean so i th- i think that's what she's trying to capture and i think the third episode gets interesting because it kind of after the third episode it kind of like sets up the future in in a sort of way in terms of what happens with um, Wanda and Vision this episode. And uh, I think you'll probably get what I'm saying at the end of the episode. But yeah, it's sort of like it's, I love how it kind of has a kind of like a creepy vibe because it's kind of like this American sitcom with like a little horror twist, maybe like a little bit of Twin Peaks and shit like that. But I won't lie, like this was out of all the Marvel shows they announced, I was the least excited for this one. I was at least interested in this one, but you know, I always try to give things a fair shake. So the first episode kind of, it was a cool Marvel's back, but I just, I don't know. I wasn't really feeling it as much as uh, I hoped I would. And I remember listening to Mark Bernard and for some reason, Mark Bernard always sums up what I think of things. Cause sometimes I'm just like, man, I'm just not sure what I think about something And he'll say something. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. Like I get that. And he was saying something interesting, he was like, if this wasn't Marvel, would people be con- continuing to tune in? You know, and the things that Marvel's built in that goodwill over ten years, where it's like they can afford to have something that's a slow burn like this.
0: Like that kind of stuff, because he said, yeah, that too.
1: and people will tune in regardless. Like Wanda could sit on a fucking couch eating an apple for forty minutes, and people will tune in every week. You know what I mean? And that's kind of the thing. And I, for lack of a better word, I always felt this way. It's like. I call it like product brainwashing where it's like, you know, you're in love with such an IP. People will watch it regardless. Like people will watch Obi-Wan brush his teeth for, for an hour and a half. It's new content and it's, it's Obi-Wan content and he's doing absolutely nothing but brushing his teeth. and People will still watch it. So I think you know, Marvel, Marvel kind of has that, that built up goodwill over these last 10 years of just delivering quality content or, they can afford to sort of take their time and have this slow burn. But again, it wasn't, I'm not really the most excited for this one, but I'll, I'll see it to the end. Of course, I'll be tuning in every week. I'm more so excited for Falcon and the winter soldier, Loki,
0: and those other ones, but
1: yeah. And it'll be interesting to see how this sort of, uh, how this ends and how this sort of sets up Spider-Man three, how of sets Dr. Strange and an old universe of madness. And it's been interesting to pay attention to, uh, the theories that people have about the show. I would get into some of them, but uh, I'll wait, I'll wait till uh, you watch the third one.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna watch that when we finish
1: recording. Yeah. But that's kinda like my thoughts on it. I know love some people love it like right off the bat. Like,
0: oh I loved it. Da, 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 da. I was like, all right, that's cool. Like, what did you love about it? Yeah. I'm Does just anybody like, asked that question, they I just think that they're just so fucking happy that Marvel yeah, Because nobody can really give me a clear Oh, well, I like this, or the story is interesting With this, and, you know, and it's just like No you're, you're it's, not.
1: It's Especially when in a year Where we've literally Haven't gotten much of anything You know, so just, now that Marvel's back We're getting Marvel content, it's exciting And especially in a time when Things are constantly getting pushed back We don't know when people will be back in the movie theaters More movies, even this year, are getting pushed back You know, so we don't know when we'll be able to see a lot of these movies. So the fact that we can have things from the comfort of our own home is very exciting. So, I mean, uh, the bar is very low for, for people to be impressed and be excited. You know, it's something to talk about weekly, you know, we, and we haven't really had something like that since the Mandalorian, you know, we had, we had Wonder Woman, but that didn't necessarily go over so well, (laughs) but this is something. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah no and this is something where people can sort of dissect and and check out. But again, I'll I'll be tuning in every week to WandaVision, but it wasn't the top of my list of Marvel shows that I'm excited for. Agreed. But then again, I also just like kind of like an ending point. I was never in love with that old nostalgic sort of black and white sitcom world. That just wasn't me. I like Whenever I Love Lucy was on, it was not, I never really watched it. I would always change the channel.
0: You didn't really bang with it. I didn't like I
1: love it. it. So, so when he announced that, I remember when Kevin Feige announced it, I was like, nah, I don't really care. <laughs> you know, so that it's it's already like it's not my cup of tea. But again, I'll be there every weekend. I'll be there every week. I'll watch it. And yeah. But yeah, let's staying in the MCU. I don't know if you heard this. This was announced by Variety that Captain America – maybe coming back to the MCU. So uh it's been said that Chris Evans is negotiating to pop up in another Marvel movie. It won't be another Captain America movie, but it'll be probably be someone else's movie. And uh there's talks that maybe it could possibly go beyond that. And I was wondering, what do you think about that too? So how does that make you feel?
0: I'm honestly, I'm quite excited. Um, you know I've been a fan of Chris Evans Captain America for ever you know i wasn't a big fan of his human torch but after after fantastic four he's he's been good you know he did the losers which was an amazing dc movie and most people don't even know that that's dc comics um i'm just happy I, i can't wait to see what he does you know some people were like oh you just left it's like bro who the fuck were you gonna get you know like Honestly, I was a little afraid when all them niggas like <laughs> all the contracts were done. I was like, so what are you going to do? We just got, we, I mean, we got Black Panther and Spider-Man. Those are the only heroes I'm actually to be looking forward to seeing. Like, you know? And, and even then we unfortunately
1: lost Black Panther.
0: Exactly. And then you're going to make me wait for X-Men, Fantastic Four, and all this. So you got to give me something. So Chris Evans coming back, I'm happy. I'm glad. I'm As much as I love Robert Downey Jr.'s Iron Man, I'm glad it's Chris Evans, mm. you know, because if I'm, you tried to bring back my Robert, ooh, I was about to say Robert, my, if you bring back Robert Downey Jr. It cheapens, it cheapens. Endgame.
1: It does. And, but even if you bring back Chris Evans, I still feel like it could cheapen end game a bit. You know, he had that, that perfect, beautiful send off when he's slow dancing with Peggy in the house and you know he and also just you know to cap it off where he gave the shield back to sam wilson and gave it to sam wilson sorry um uh, and i i i would i think i'd be more excited if they waited a little bit you know it's it's not like chris evans has been out of the the marvel cinematic universe for five or ten years like we we literally just had endgame you know what i mean i would i would like if they sat more on it i think it'd Mean a lot more if he came back, and then you also have to think about how is he going to come back? Like, is he going to be Steve Rogers, the leader of Shield, or Sword, or is he? Is he? I mean, he, he for damn sure better not ask for that Shield back. Can you imagine the uproar in the fan community if he came back and said, "Hey, Falcon, let me and my Shield back"? I'd flip a fucking table, bro. <laughs> I
0: think it would a lot of people would.
1: Bro. And I think I think the MCU. Like, if that's that's one of the few criticisms that people have of the MCU, is that there's legitimately no stakes. And I think with with Infinity War and Endgame, they really changed that and they set up stakes. And I think if you just start bringing these characters back, you just sort of wash away Infinity War and Endgame. Because, like, I mean, fucking Tony Stark's dead. And even then, I read that in some way, shape, or form, they'll probably have Robert Downey Jr. back. And I'm like, oh, I don't really but want that.
0: Artificial light on like what they do in the comics. Or what they did in the comics. Even then, I don't want... Really want I, I don't need that. I just I just feel like, give it some
1: space. Let it breathe. You know what I mean? I think they should do the same thing with Captain America. I think in five years, if you want to talk about it, then sure, I'll be up for it. I mean, of course, I'll watch regardless if they bring him back now. But I don't, I don't think it's needed. I don't think it's necessary. And we haven't let these other characters sort of stand on their own. So we don't know how the, what the state of the universe is without them yet. You know what I mean?
0: I feel you. I'm not looking forward to Captain of Marvel.
1: Cause we don't know how the fans feel about like, you know, the MCU post Iron Man and and Captain America, you know, let us, let us kind of feel it out and figure it out. What are these new Avengers going to do? You know what I mean? And so like, I know people, Oh my God, I'm so excited. But like, I'm honestly more excited to see Michael Keaton back in the bat suit than I am Chris Chris Evans as uh, Captain
0: America. That's
1: that's more monumental to me, in my opinion. Like, ask me in five years how I feel, and I'll I'll be I'm for damn sure be excited. I'll say, hell yeah, bring him back. But to do it now, nah, I think it kind of cheapens Endgame. But again, this is pure speculation. Nothing's been confirmed. But I mean, Variety is like a reputable source and. If it, it's almost, it's almost true. But again, we also don't know how he comes back. It could be a flashback. It could be him as an old man, maybe sort of talking to Sam and Bucky trying to guide them on their mission or some shit like that. Who knows? I'm cool with that. But if you bring him back in the suit and then he's asking for a shield and shit, I'll be pissed. <laughs> I will be pissed. But yeah. Um, I'll switch gears a little bit and let's go to the Godzilla vs. Kong trailer. Now, I don't know about you guys or listeners, but I'm a, a huge Monsterverse fan. I love Godzilla. I grew up loving Godzilla. I love Kong. I'm more familiar with Godzilla, but I do love Kong. And uh, Warner Brothers Pictures just released a trailer for Godzilla vs. Kong which is coming out March 26th in theaters as well as HBO Max simultaneously for 31 days. And the trailer looked pretty good. The visuals were amazing. Like, they knew what the fuck we're here for. We're here to see that monster action. I want to see Kong beat the shit out of Godzilla. I want to see Godzilla's atomic breath. I want to see him blow shit up. You know, I just want to see full-on kaiju action just destroying shit. So I'm excited. I'm ready for it. They know what kind of movie it is. I know what kind of movie it is. Let's not mince words, baby. Let's let's make love. <laughs> so I'm ready for it. I'm excited about it. But uh, Tusa, how, how did you feel about this trailer?
0: Bro, I'm here for it. Um, as you know, I didn't, originally, I didn't watch it at first. Before it recorded, I, I went to look at it, man. It's going to be action-packed. Uh, you know I'm not the biggest fan of, like, Godzilla or King Kong. Like, I've seen the movies. Yeah. Uh... I've been excited about him but this one is this is probably the first time I can say yo I can't wait to see that. Yeah. Yeah. That's going to be crazy. That needs to happen now.
1: And I don't know if you spotted this. This got me pretty excited but someone said at the 2 second mark you can kind of see uh Mecha Godzilla pop up. So I heard rumors that the story could be about like the reason why Godzilla's going crazy. Is that um uh someone created a uh a mechanoid Godzilla and he's sort of like in disguise? Who knows? Or like I, I don't know. I'm I I just know that we're gonna get Mecha Godzilla in this movie too, so that's pretty
0: exciting. That's been real fucking
1: interesting. Yeah. And it's cool that like, you know, they know what it is, they know what the franchise is, you know. This isn't Citizen Kane.
0: You know, this isn't
1: going to win best picture at the Oscars. This is just gonna be some mind melting, ninety minute, two hours, maybe a little more, because I like my movies long. Uh just like just monster action, just fucking shit up. That's what I want. That's what I wanna see. But you know what what's interesting about this, and it kind of brings me questions, is that what's going on with the Snyder Cut? Because this is coming out in March and it hasn't been released yet, but um, Zack Snyder has been saying that the Snyder comes out in March, and yep. I've kind of been wondering because Warner, like Zack Snyder, said it, but Warner Brothers or HBO Max never said when this movie's coming out. So, w- w- would you really want to put out these two big franchises so close to each other in the same month? I mean, I get mm-hmm. it, streaming, so you could just watch one and then go directly watch the other. But I think it would be more of a a buzz thing because, in a sense, you kind of put them to put them against each other because people could be like, "Well, what did you like more, Godzilla versus Kong or the Snyder Cut?" But I don't know. I I hope we get more more information soon about the Snyder Cut because they said, I mean, Snyder said it comes out in March, but no one connected with Warner Brothers to said jack shit about when this is coming out. But um, yeah.
0: Listen, as long. I could, I if they both come out and it's at the same time, I'm be happy about it. Um, this is this is something that is needed, you know. Like I feel like there's nothing wrong with competition. One way or the other, people are still gonna watch them. Yeah. You know, and it's not like if it was, if things were still the way they were in the movie theaters and stuff like that, then I would be like, uh, I'm sure, you want to do that. But I mean, either way, it might, uh, it would still be a win. Or Warner Brothers, you know, yeah. one way or the other, it's, and
1: it's, it's still going to be, a- yeah, because I mean this is gonna boost subscribers like nobody's business. Like I know some people who like the the film purists are mad that like Warner Brothers moved a lot of their movies from theatrical to to streaming, but, but I mean what
0: these... the hell are you supposed to do? Exactly. You can't you at... up to
1: the yeah, you look at all these other movies that are getting pushed back later into year or even pushed into next year altogether i mean people are going to be talking about warner brothers they're going to be talking about hbo max they're gonna be like oh godzilla versus kong let me subscribe to hbo max or that new mortal kombat movie came out i'll go subscribe to hbo max so warner brothers and hbo max get all the buzz in that respect i mean because i mean they're gonna they're gonna boost their subscriber base and i get like i know they're sacrificing a lot of things like it was kind of recently said that christopher nolan Probably won't make another movie with Warner Brothers after this whole um right. announcement. But I have some opinions on that because I mean that they put his movie out in theaters. Like they pushed it back as much as 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 much as they could. Christopher Nolan was insistent that this movie come out in theaters, and, and they did. They put yeah. it out
0: in the theaters. Yeah. So was like, bro, what are you bitching about? Like I understand. Go ahead.
1: And he's like the main one talking about how angry he is about this whole HBO Max thing. Yeah, just
0: shit's not on HBO Max, dog. Yeah, I mean, shit's do not get put on HBO. Yeah,
1: yeah, Tenet's not on HBO Max. They put it in theaters. It it did not save the theater industry like like he and everyone else was saying. So it's like I like I can understand if like his one of his movies got pushed to streaming, but like you're not even the main person. Like what 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 are you so up in arms about? Like. I don't know. it's But yeah, they're saying that he's he's probably going to move on from Warner Brothers and go work with another studio.
0: Like who? Like who's bigger than Warner Brothers? Outside of Disney. And Disney's not about to let you make the movies that you be making.
1: No, nah, he's not. Him and Disney wouldn't mix. But I think... Um,
0: I, I, th- Gems, maybe?
1: I think Paramount. Yeah, because I think he worked with Paramount on Interstellar. So maybe he'd go to them. But... Time will tell. And who knows? Like, this isn't even official. Like, um, let's see what happens when, when the shit dies down. But it sounds like he might be leaving. And, like, Warner Brothers promised that this is a, a just for this year. But, I mean, we'll see. Because they could be just like, fuck it, we're making good money and boosting our subscriber base purely based off of off of this. So why would we want to go back to? But we'll see. We'll see. Time will tell. But uh, Tucson, tell me what's going on with DC Future State.
0: All right, what's going on, y'all? What's going on? What's going on? So I wanted to give you guys just a, you know, brief little thing of what's going on, or give my give my uh, thoughts on Future State because I'm not gonna lie, Future State is a bit confusing. Um, There's so many books, so many damn books. You know, Um, you got a couple of Batman books. You got. Couple Superman books. You have Green Lantern, which I thought I was going to be a fan of, and I'm not. You know, a lot of the things I'm just not a fan of. I don't like how they put Clark Kent in fucking World War World. You know, they fucking shrunk Metropolis and turned it into like one of those cities that Brainiac would, would take. Mm-hmm. They turned it into pretty much like Candor. Um, the only ones, and this is not even me being biased. It's the Bat Family books, but I didn't like Robin Eternal. I didn't like the first issue of Robin Eternal. Um I just thought that it was it was wasn't well written. I think that the story wasn't great. You have Gotham City's pretty pretty much taken over by this uh, private military police force called the magistrates and they pretty much have deemed Gotham City a no mask zone. So if you are caught wearing a mask you're gonna get killed okay cool so now you have the new batman who is uh, tim fox who is the older brother of luke fox who was originally batwing a lot of us thought that luke, which would have been the the you know the best choice to take over for batman was luke fox but you gave um that title to luke's older brother who's only been in a couple of dc comic books you know staying back from like 1973 you know I think he's been in maybe four appearances since 1973 so it's pretty interesting to see what John Ridley is going to do and John Ridley really is a famous writer who's written some movies books and uh, currently comic books so I, I like the way he's written um Nightwing is pretty good I'm I'm still kind of eh on it but I'm trying my best. Uh, like I said, I'm not a big fan of the Superman, Superman stuff. The Wonder Woman, the Brazilian Wonder Woman. I thought I would have liked the first issue, but I'll try to get another. I'll try to get issue two to see if it catches me, but I'm just not sure. So honestly. what? And what is the point of Future State? Honestly, I think what they were doing. So Dan Di before he was fired. Um was doing this thing called 5g which was going to shake the core of dc comic books you know you were going to get rid of status quo he was going to make jonathan kent superman he was gonna come up with a new batman um you know that's when people were talking about batman is going to be black but then when dan the left and 5g didn't happen so you just took some of the stories from 5g and you turned it into future state so but after i think it's two months worth Worth of this crap, which I'm not exactly happy about. I thought it was going to be a month, but I think it's January and February. And I think March is when everything goes back to normal. I was hoping it'd be February, but I, don't quote me on that. I got to check it. But I'm not exactly happy with the state of DC comic books right now, at least with this future state stuff. Just go back to the rain, main books. you know. Everybody, There were stories that I was digging that I would like to continue. Like I want to know what's going on with Nightwing. I want to see how Harley Quinn is going to fit into the Bat family. You know, I want to see how... Oh, yes, Harley Quinn is in the Bat family now. And then they got this new Batman character named Ghostmaker, who's supposedly supposed to kind of take over the position of Alfred left filled in Batman's moral compass. And I'm just like, oh, man.
1: With a name like Ghostmaker, he's supposed to have a
0: moral compass? Mundo. But if you check out some of James Tyon's stuff, it's, it's not bad. You just got to really... Try to get into it. Um, but yeah, that's that's DC Future State, guys. I wouldn't I wouldn't recommend you guys read it. If you guys do pick up some stuff, definitely pick up the next Batman. Pick up uh, Dark Knight Detective. Uh, Nightwing is pretty good. Flash, I'm still on the fence about. I need to wait for issue two to come out because they're just shitting on Wally West per usual. he has been shitting on Wally West since he came back. <laughs> Yeah, like they made him a murderer. Then they made him into a bitch. I just can't stand it. Or they made him into a bitch, then a murderer. Why? Why no love for Wally? I don't know. It's Dan DeDio before he left. He hated legacy characters. So characters like Nightwing, Roy Harper. That's part of the reason why Roy Harper got caught the bullet. <laughs> you know,
1: <laughs> Dan DeDio took him out.
0: No, for real, for real. Heroes in Crisis, I I think had so much potential and then you just you killed off damn near everyone you know and then you had flash war which took away the whole time travel bit now you can't really time travel no more so at least speedsters can which is something they should have did in the flash tv show <laughs> you know yeah yeah um, so I guess
1: but, uh, sometimes I'm just like what is what is the point of this well it seems like every couple of years whether it be Marvel or DC they always want to do some big event that kind of like either restarts things or shakes things up and it almost seems like it's been regarded like sometimes as like a failure he like more often than that it kind of they kind of just trip themselves up a bit with the with the fans. Hmm. I mean, what, what do you think about that?
0: I agree with it. I just... I feel that... And it goes back to what we were talking about, about things being oversaturated in that market. Because I feel like TV... Comics and TV don't always translate well. In my opinion. So it's like, when you do that, you got to be careful about who you do it. So let's go back to that one, right? Yeah. So... They tried to make her as into, you know, as true to the comic book as they could with having some slight differences. So in the comic book, she's just as good as a fighter as Batman. You know, she's just as a, and uh, K-Kane's father knew who she was. So with the guy that you have playing Jacob Kane now, I don't see, I I just don't, don't see it working out with the current cast. So that's why I said it wouldn't translate well, you know, like um, C- Joseph Kane. The Crows is, is a new fucking aesthetic into the Batwoman franchise, you know, in terms of comic books. So it's like none of the stuff is really translated. I don't know if I'm really making my stating my point well or whatever like that. But the whole point is that a DC comic books is fucking I don't know what they're doing right now. In terms of their stories, especially with this future state stuff, I don't like it. So that's that's the point. But also, you talked about the events, the events that rebooted everything has been going back since 1983 with Crisis of Infinite Earths when they killed Barry Allen. So once they saw that, and then that, after that, that's when you saw they rebooted Superman with Man of Steel by John Byrne. You know, so they do that to try to get new readers and keep shit fresh. You don't want to just, be like oh well you could use this story from 1939 and make it applicable here and do this, this, and this, when you could just have people telling new stories instead of having them always go and visit people and stuff. Yeah. But I digress and all that stuff, but I say all that to say future state, let's get it together. D.C., let's get it together. You know? Hey.
1: D.C., future state, get it together. You heard it. Straight from Tucson's lips
0: Uh uh-huh yeah but um with that being said guys thank you guys for listening
1: thank you thank you always a pleasure guys thank you so much
0: we're gonna we're gonna try to keep getting this content out to you you know we both between me and Kali we got a lot of stuff going on you know Kyle is in school kicking ass and I'm working trying to catch up with some stuff but um know that we out here we still here check the Instagram the Instagram has been active you know we've been posting some stuff and tell a friend and tell a friend about us. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, share our link. Share our links. Uh, we need you guys to get the word out there. Uh, we got we we got a good core fan base now, but always looking to to grow and uh, you know get the
0: word out. So we appreciate you guys very much. All right, so spread the word to the blurred baby. What? What's <laughs> that? <laughs> Yo, this is two. This is Cal. Welcome to Word to the Blurred. We're right to the blur with two and cow, guys. Good night. Take care. Love you yeah. Peace.